digging in the dirt. I'm digging in the dirt. This is Digging in the Dirt with Kevin Gallagher, where Kevin and his guests dig a little deeper into today's issues surrounding the environment, farming, gardening, and food. And welcome to another installment of Digging in the Dirt. My guest today is returning for a second time. He is Harvey Wasserman. He's an American journalist, author, democracy activist, and advocate for renewable energy. He has been a strategist and organizer in the anti-nuclear movement in the United States for over 30 years. In fact, I met Harvey many years ago at the Clamshell Alliance Confab to fight the Seabrook nuclear power plant in New Hampshire. I asked Harvey to come on today to talk about the nuclear power plant, the Fukushima plant in Japan, which had an accident about six years ago and appears to still be leaking. We're going to talk to Harvey about that. I wanted to hear Harvey's assessment of this ongoing environmental disaster after the plant's meltdown in light of the possibility that a radiation plume has spread across the Pacific and is being detected on the west coast of the United States. Welcome, Harvey. Hey, great to be with you. Um, you know, I checked Snopes, the, uh, the fact-checking site, which I'm getting to be suspicious about that site. They claim that this is a false story, that the plume is reaching the West Coast. No, it's 100% true. I mean, and, you know, we've been detecting radiation from Fukushima for uh, since uh, March 11th. It's been pouring into the um, ocean. Uh, they're, st- they're talking now about dumping um, 100 million gallons of uh, radioactive tritium into the uh, ocean, and it's insane. And I don't know about an airborne plume, but definitely a waterborne plume, and it's been, in, it's, you know, polluting and possibly killing, you know, everybody and everything in the ocean. Uh, so, you know, it's a disaster. And uh, we don't know, I'm, I'm hearing all sorts of devastating reports about the ill health of the Pacific Ocean. It's very, very disturbing. And anything that's coming out of Fukushima is going to California, which <clears throat> for better or worse, I'm moving to in about 10 days. So oh, I'm man. doubly concerned about this. So, but, you know, and I have grandchildren out there, and I want to take them to the beach, and I would like to, you know, have a planet to live on. The bottom line here is that Fukushima, however bad you think Fukushima is, it's worse. Um, I actually wrote one of the first pieces that appeared on the Internet um, on the morning of March 11th. I got to tell you, I work late at night, and a, uh, a friend of mine called me, and I, and I, he told me to turn on the uh, the TV, and I, I, you know, I saw what happened at, at, at Fukushima. I knew it was going to be a catastrophe. I put out a piece on the internet by eight in the morning, and it was actually number one in the world that day. And it just warned exactly of this: that the the radiation uh, pouring out of Fukushima um, is catastrophic. Uh, we don't know the future of the Pacific Ocean. Any plume that's coming out of there in the air will get to California. And, uh, you know, there's absolutely no doubt about it. I've been reading reports about waterborne pollution uh, from Fukushima uh, right from the start. There are three radioactive cores that they have never found. This is, what, five years later, right? Um, uh, no, it's six years later. And um, the units one, two, and three melted and exploded. Unit four exploded. Thankfully, the core was uh, was removed at the time. So we've, we've had four explosions and three uh, meltdowns at Fukushima. The three missing cores have never been found. And what's happening is that water is pouring over them and going into the Pacific Ocean. 
That's what's happening. So, but why are we hearing about this? Uh, nobody in the media cares, or is it because you know, like somebody like who's into nuclear power, like GE, is controlling you know NBC, for instance? Is this the reason why we're not hearing about things like this? Yeah, because the nuclear industry doesn't want you to hear about it. They can't handle it, and the reporters are all reporting about Putin getting involved in an election without talking about electronic voting machines and stripping the voter rolls. Well, we're going to we're going to get to that later, but let's stick to right. nuclear right now. <laughs> well, it's the same basic phenomenon. You can't handle the truth. These guys can't handle the truth. This is too apocalyptic, too devastating, too destructive, and um, uh, it's too big for them. And they can't get their heads around it. Huh. And the industry doesn't want them to get their heads around it. But if you put out the story, uh, as I've been reading for years now, that the cesium coming off of Fukushima is um, uh, poisoning the entire Pacific Ocean, then, you know, <laughs> uh, what do you do for follow-up, you know? And now, and now I'll break and we're going to buy a bunch of Oreos. I mean, you know, it's just too big for these people. Uh, it, and it, it, it's it, hard to prove. It's also hard to prove. Right. But I went into central Pennsylvania after the Three Mile Island accident in 1980. And, you know, uh, everything... everything apocalyptic you can imagine is true and now it's worse and in fact we just had confirmation from penn state uh an actual study which can trace the nature of the radiation uh has confirmed that people are dying from uh uh thyroid cancer directly from fallout from three mile island and, and it's 100 percent certain and it and takes a long course. time yes and this is a well not so long with thyroid cancer actually it takes a shorter time with thyroid but nonetheless um, you know, this is the smoking gun, and we said it was there uh, 40 years ago. You know, it's going to be 40 years in 2019 since TMI melted. And we barely avoided an explosion there, but it did melt, and which they denied for years, and then a, a, a robot went in. So, you know, it's anything that you're hearing about Fukushima that's bad is probably true. So, uh, that's the, thing, the presumption you have to make. So what do you have, a squeaky chair or a noisy parrot with you there? <laughs> yes, the door is opening in and out. Okay. Um, yeah. the, the NRC just released a statement not too long ago that said the available evidence continues to lead the NRC and the federal, state, and local governments to conclude the low levels of radiation leaking into the ocean from Fukushima and Daiichi fall well below posing any U.S. health or environmental risk. Utter nonsense. Complete nonsense. They have no idea what they're talking about. They don't know how much radiation is coming in. They don't know how far it's going. They don't know what the health effects are. They, we, we have had uh, from Fukushima um, at least 30 times, and that's probably an underestimate, amount of the amount of cesium released from Fukushima than was released in the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, to give you some kind of scale here. Mm -hmm. So they have absolutely no idea of the impact of this stuff on the ocean. And, and this is exactly, this is, it's like a tape recording. Whenever there's a nuclear disaster, the, the immediate response is, it's not going to hurt anybody. I mean, you got, you've got Ann Coulter running around saying radiation is good for you. <laughs> and, you know. Consider the source. What can I tell you? <laughs> yeah. um, you so, know, I, a while back I read this book about uh, wine fraud in the, uh, you know, the very expensive wine industry. And the one way the detectives in the the book did, figured out that some of the wine was really old or it wasn't old was that 
1945, there was a nuclear explosion. So every wine after that has cesium, cesium in it. And the, um, and every wine before 1945 didn't have it in. So what you're trying to tell me, I think from this, what you're saying with the pollution of the Pacific ocean, there's just about everything's going to have cesium in it from now on. Oh, absolutely. Everything and everybody. And Fukushima, um, is still every day they dump 300 tons of radioactive water into the ocean, and they now have these these here's this tank farm with thousands of these giant tanks filled with radioactive water, and the Japanese government now wants to just dump it all in the ocean. They don't want to pay for continuing to store this stuff because they don't care, and they'll always have a nuclear regulatory commission to deny that there's any health impact. So, you know, uh, these guys are not legally responsible, and, they, you know, you, you, it's hard to prove uh, directly, but we've had enough experience dating back to the, uh, you know, way back. And really, our first uh, real understanding of a radiation uh, 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 impact on human beings comes from uranium mines uh, dating back to the Middle Ages in Czechoslovakia. It was called pitch blend. Uranium was, and they would dig it out and, it would be yellow, and, you know, they'd use it for um, pottery. And then we have radium dial painters in the 1920s and uh, x-rays at the beginning at the turn of the previous century. And so we've got plenty of experience here. I wrote a book about this with three other authors called Killing Our Own, The Disaster of America's Experience of Atomic Radiation, which is available for free on the Internet. Anybody wants to read that book? Um, it's not exactly right, light reading. Certainly not fun. One fun to write. But it's at... Um, Killing, killing Our Own, The Disaster of America's Experience with Atomic Radiation. Just Google it, and you can get a free download on the PDF. So the, all this radiation poisoning of things, you know, where all trace elements of the, you know, that, that come out of this uh, nuclear disaster that are going into all the food, doesn't that make a mockery out of the idea of organic food? Well, you got to do the best you can. Organic right. food is still better than stuff they're using chemicals on. So it's more organic because right now there's well, nothing like is purely organic anymore. It's less inorganic. So right. that way. <laughs> and, but, you know, uh, it, it's just got to stop. Right. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It, it, well, it, with these kind of disasters like Fukushima, has this pushed the nuclear industry to being dead, or is it still quite alive? I mean, especially with the idea that we have a, a Trump administration and a Scott Prude and the EPA who are pushing all these different kinds of energies, fossil fuel and nuclear. I mean, what wh what is your assessment of the nuclear power industry now? Well, there are 99 react commercial reactors left operating in the United States. And uh, there are about 450 or 430 worldwide. And every one of them is a, an apocalypse in progress. I mean, they are utterly, they're decrepit, they're falling to pieces, they're run like, you know, idiots. They uh, spew out radiation, they're poised to blow up, and uh, they all need to shut. And the bottom line is we are in the midst of a technological revolution where wind and solar are much, much cheaper, faster to build, create more jobs, ready to go. You know, and, and wind and solar are by far the most fast-growing technologies on the planet today. And we can get all of our energy from wind and solar, every drop of it, mm -hmm. electric energy from wind and solar, um, with available technology, which is improving, uh, you know, as we speak. So every reactor in the world needs to shut, every coal burner, every oil burner, every gas-fired plant, ultimately, 
They all need to shut. We all need to get converted 100% to renewable, and the, the, um, the money is there. You know, it's cheaper, safer, cleaner, more reliable, and faster to build. So what's your assessment? Is it going to happen? It's happening. The, the question is, and it will happen if we survive on this planet long enough, which I think 20, 30 years max, we will be 100% converted to renewable. The problem is, how many of these reactors are going to blow up in between? You know, we've had, we have 430 or so reactors on the planet. Seven have melted or blown up, or both. Fermi 1 in Michigan in 1966, Three Mile Island in 1979, Chernobyl in 1986, and then the four, which are American reactors, at Fukushima in 2011. God help us, you know, if these reactors continue to operate. Every one of them has to be shut down as fast as humanly possible. And the people running Fukushima, they, I just read that they want to restart up the other ones that are there. They're insane. Criminal. It's criminal. You know, and the idea that the uh, Olympics are going to be in Japan is horrifying. You know, if I was an athlete, I wouldn't go anywhere. I, wouldn't go anywhere. I love Japan. I've been in Japan a couple times. I would never go back to Japan. And the idea of having the Olympics there is an absolute crime. Hmm. Horrifying. Too much radiation. There's radiation hotspots all over Tokyo. And they don't want to talk about it. Wow. Fukushima, the whole area should be abandoned. Absolutely abandoned. Just like Chernobyl. So what are you, um, what are you thinking about the, the future here? Are you optimistic? I mean, now that we have the, the fox in the hen coop uh, with uh, the EPA head, Scott Pruitt, and Trump uh, just rolling back any kind of advancements we made in the last 10 years, I mean, what do you think is going on? I mean, you're a longtime environmentalist activist. Uh, do you get discouraged at all about this? What's, what, what do you think is going on or what's going to go on? Well, you're simultaneously... Discouraged and encouraged. I mean, you're discouraged by the political situation, but I'm encouraged by the technological situation. And when we have the technology, when we first started to convert this plant, plant to a, a solar topia, a total solar topia, when I first started uh, in 73, we were fighting two nuclear plants up the river from you in Montague, Massachusetts. And, you know, we knew we wanted to shut the nukes, but we didn't really have the alternatives. People said, well, if you shut the nukes, what are you going to do for the power? And we just said, well, we, you know, we kind of guessed wind and solar. Well, wind and solar become trillion-dollar industry. And every day they just boom ahead. LED lights, uh, electric cars, uh, solar shing roofing shingles, um, geothermal, ocean thermal. These technologies have exploded to the point where they can, in fact, sustain the entire Earth. Absolutely no problem with that. And, with, you know, with better farming methods of uh, agriculture, we can feed everybody. We have the technological capability of, of, of feeding, clothing, housing, educating, and medically treating everybody on Earth, and at the same time doing it with, in harmony with the planet. We have that capability. What we don't have is a political system that reflects that sanity. I mean, you know, we have a, a White House. In the White House, we have a mafia guy. He's Putin's bag man. I mean, in a way, it's um, a little refreshing. You know, in the Cold War, they, they had all this baggage of communism versus capitalism and blah, 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 blah. These guys are just a bunch of thieves. I mean, Trump, Don Trump, Donald Trump should change his name to Don Corleone. I mean, that's, that's who they really are. And, um, and we can deal with that. You know, sooner or later he's going to come down. The economics, are, it's very great, gratifying to be able to say this as an environmentalist, the economics are on our side. 
and we're in the midst of a technological revolution that can make it all happen. What we got to do is get the, you know, the Koch brothers and the coal, oil, nukes, and gas, what I call King Kong. We got to get them out of the way. Hmm. And once we do that, we win. That's the bottom line. Okay. We're talking to Harvey Wasserman. He's an American journalist, author, <laughs> democracy act, uh, activist, and advocate for renewable energy, a very knowledgeable man on this subject. We th- I thank you for coming on talking about this, Harvey. We've been talking to Harvey Wasserman. This has been Digging in the Dirt. Digging in the dirt. Digging in the dirt. You've been listening to Digging in the Dirt with Kevin Gallagher. 